Office of Minnesota's number one sports authority. He's the governor of Sports Talk Radio, and by way of executive order, serving you a stimulating dose of sports done right. And welcome aboard, ladies and gentlemen. Glad everybody's popping off and joining me tonight. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I am Vince Wright, the sports governor. You know me. And it is Tuesday night, Spreaker.com, 730. So that just means 
Sports Done Right is live and on the air, and I thank each and every one of you guys for joining us. We absolutely take a bow, take a bow. We have got the chat line, um, the chat room, excuse me. House of Representatives is popping off. Everybody's in there. Sluggo, my main man. Uh, Shay Sinical, as she calls herself, is up in here. What's going on, everybody? Big Coop, Big Cooper in the house. What's going on, Big Coop? And my mother, of course, Reese Bell, the best mommy in the world. I love you to death. And, man, what can I say? Um, Jungle Brothers up in here as well. Secretary of Sports Information. You got to like that. Man, crazy week, crazy week since we have talked last. Lots of stuff going on. Uh, Timberwolves are losing to Miami as we speak, 48 to 43. But um, we'll get into them a little bit later. I just want to recap the Golden State game that I was fortunate enough to check out with uh, Steph Curry. Uh, Timberwolves, they're, they're hanging tough tonight. Um, just not getting enough shots to fall as usual. Um, we do, it does look like uh, Ricky Rubio's back in here. But again, Miami's starting to go off on a little run here. It's 50-43 to 43 as uh, they come up to halftime, about 35 seconds left. So we'll check back in with them later. All kinds of college basketball popping off. We got uh, Duke and Kentucky at the half. We got all kinds of stuff. Oh, and we also have um, college football polls, which are just coming out as we speak. So if you hear anything on that, people, definitely chime in and uh, let us know. Also, oh, we got Big Jeff in the house, brother-in-law. Absolutely, absolutely. All right, Big Jeff's in the mix. Crowd very happy to hear Jeff's out there. Sluggo, my main man, giving you some Georgia State love. We got to check out this football team because uh, Sluggo keeps telling telling us to check out Georgia State, so we're going to do that. I hope everybody had a great weekend this past weekend. Beautiful weather up here in the Twin Cities. It just continues, except for today it rained all day. But, man, for the middle of November, the week before Thanksgiving, I will take that. Oh, got to say what up to my pops. Big Ralph Bell, the basketball legend of Western Pennsylvania in the late 60s himself. So just want to say what up, Dad. All right. So like I said, all kinds of stuff popping off today. We got Big Ten basketball going as we speak. Ohio State is playing Grambling. We got football shaping up for the weekend, and it's getting real interesting now. Iowa is making their move, making their statement, and we'll get into that after the first break on what they did to the Golden Groundhogs, as we like to call them. And it just, you know, and it actually won't get a whole lot easier, uh, even with Illinois coming up here this weekend, because Illinois has got a much improved defense, and they got some other things they've been working on as well. So, ladies and gentlemen, we'll get into it later, but. Don't chalk up a win just yet to, for the Golden Gophers. Anyway, man, hope, again, everybody had a great weekend. Big Coops out there. Let's uh, just run through the chat real quick. Everybody just kind of saying what's up and hello to everybody. Uh, yes, Coop, the football show does not start until 930. 
And he says, Kirk, Herb Street is hating on the fighting Irish. And I can't blame him because I really don't like the fighting Irish. Respect the program. Respect the history. I didn't think they needed to be number four last week. But, you know, when you bring half a country with you when you travel, uh, money talks. So we definitely know about that. Anyway, man, uh, other things that we're going to just touch briefly on a little later on, we're just going to talk some very quick hockey. We're going to touch on the Minnesota Wild, the Chicago Blackhawks, the only two teams that matter. Uh, We will also talk about the Gopher basketball team very briefly, but this is mainly going to be, that's right, man, Green Bay Minnesota week has arrived. And for y'all that don't know, it is rivalry big time up here. I live literally 10 minutes from the Wisconsin border. Shay uh, um, is just on the other side of that border. She's a Minnesota girl, but a lot of Minnesotans live in western Wisconsin. A lot of Wisconsin people live over here in the Twin Cities. So when we play the Badgers and the Packers, it is definitely on, and that's what we got going on tonight. So, man, it is going to be on like Donkey Kong. We're also going to go over the Big Ten uh, season so far. I found a very, very interesting article today from uh, one of my favorite writers, Tom Dinehart, for the Big Ten Network, and we're going to focus on that. And it's a, it's really, really, um, a really nice article with some real interesting facts. And so, for you Big Ten fans out there, we can take a look at that and see, uh, you know, what's happened in the season so far. We're also going to get into the the uh, Big Ten power rankings here as well. We're going to recap that. We haven't touched on that in a couple weeks. And as we reset, I am the Governor Vince Wright, the Sports Governor of Minnesota. You're listening to Spreaker.com. You can find my show every Tuesday night here on Spreaker.com at 7.30 p.m. Central Time. Follow me on Twitter at the Big Smooth one the number one. You can also follow us on Facebook, Sports Done Right, W-R-I-G-H-T. So make sure that you guys check that stuff out, man. And also, spread the word on the show. Hit the hearts. We got to get some likes going, people. We got to get some likes going. That's what we need to do. So, oh, man, I cannot wait. Uh, I got uh, uh, me, Jeff, a friend of Jeff's and uh, ours. We're going to be checking out the Golden Groundhogs this weekend with Illinois. Like I said, basketball's heating up here now, so we got NBA, we got the Timberwolves, we got the goal for basketball team, uh, college hockey, which is big in this part of the country. So, man, it is all going down right now, and I cannot wait. So, hey, if anybody wants uh, to get on the line with the governor, let me know. Either uh, hit me up in the chat room, and we can do some type of private message if you don't want your number out there. Or if I have your number, let me know, and I can give you a call. And if you want to come in and throw your two cents in tonight, feel free. We are here for the next couple hours before we hit up Cooking with the Microwave, Big John Fisher Show. Why do we call him the microwave? Because he heats things up. And that is Cooking with the Microwave, man. We also will get to Ronda Rousey. You got knocked the fuck out, man. 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 She sure the did. Yes, indeed. Ronda Rousey KO'd, knocked the you-know-what out. And yes, sir, as uh, Smokey would say, You got knocked the fuck out, man! Woo! And that was a vicious kick to the side of the head as well, man. That was crazy. That was crazy. So, all right, we're uh, 12 and a half minutes in. 
everybody. The chat room is starting to blow up. I'm glad everybody is joining us tonight, having a good time. And let me tell you, folks, we're going to have a fun little show. We're going to kind of free flow and just have some fun with things. I hope you guys have a good chat in the chat room. I'm going to do a better job this week of getting in the chat room and throwing those statements out so everybody knows what's going on. But guess what? We're already up against our first break here. So keep it tuned here. Sports done right, people. And I will be right back. Smoke them stogies if you got them. Have a drink if you're drinking. If you're having a drink, can somebody pour me a little kabasi, eh, please? Uh, uh, uh. Whoa, whoa. Now when I knock, you don't answer the door The phone ring, you don't answer no more Cause you ain't trying to chance it no more About to find me a new diva Something pretty for P. Diddy and it's two C And you can never have a piece of my love So when you see me, don't reach for no hug Or don't speak in the club Don't tell me how you deeply in love Other day you tried to greet me with thugs And wanted to heat me with slugs Send the message on my people that's bug Try to chill, lay deep in the cut But you keeping it up Even my girl think of beating you up The way you keeping in touch She don't know if you're cheating or what Yeah, bad boy, baby. Faith, take me to the bridge. Let's go.
When you want a job done right, you do it yourself. When you want your sports done right, you download the Spreaker app to your mobile devices and follow the governor of Minnesota Sports Talk and beyond. This is Sports Done Right. Now, let's get back to the show. What's going on, everybody? Sports Governor Vince Wright in the executive mansion, chilling with the House of Representatives, otherwise known as the chat room. Since the music was playing, ladies and gentlemen, I do got to announce little Andrew was up in the joint. Yes, yes, yes. And uh, little Andrew, as we call him is my co-worker, native Iowan from Dubuque, and he is loving this ride that Iowa is on. Big Jersey is in here as well. Big Jersey, what's going on? The Chief Rock of Jersey, Vern, is up in this joint. Stand up, people. Make some noise. K3000 up in here as well. Oh, man, another beautiful night here in the Twin Cities, man. Another beautiful night. Let's just run through some things here on the Sports Ticker. Sports done right every Tuesday night on Spreaker.com. And we are in session. Ladies and gentlemen, Chicago Cubs manager Joe Madden has been named the 2015 National League Manager of the Year, baby, baby. That's right, Big Joe Madden comes over. The Chicago Cubs rattle off almost 100 wins. They wind up with 97 wins, make the playoffs, uh, beat their hated rivals, the St. Louis Cardinals, and it was all because of this man, in my humble opinion. I love the attitude that he brings no matter where he goes, folks, If he's whether he's down with the Marlins, whatever. Joe Madden is one hell of a baseball manager. Hopefully these Cubs can uh, expound next year and uh, keep it going as well. And who knows, maybe uh, get to that ever-elusive World Series. After six, or excuse me, after the 2016 season, David Ortiz, Big Poppy, is hanging it up. That's right, the big man himself. I think uh, time is starting to catch up with Big Poppy, but anyway... He is going to call it a career. He is set to earn only $16 million next year, by the way. Boston does have an option for him in 2017 for, oh, just a paltry $10 million for that year as well. So um, Ortiz, it looks like, hasn't ruled out maybe coming back. He says it all depends on how he feels, but right now he's thinking his career is over. So uh, former Minnesota twin as well. Uh, didn't obviously have the career here that he did out in Boston, but hell of a stand-up guy. I think he lives in Green Bay. I think he married a Green Bay girl. He lives up in Green Bay, part of the offseason there as well. So there may be one black person up in Green Bay living who doesn't play for the Green Bay Packers. Anyway, man, let's um, jump over here. Again, everybody in the chat room having a good time. Glad everybody is uh, joining me on Sports Done Right. And again, oh, Big Tank Murdoch. What's up, Tank? Glad you could join us as well. Big Tank is always up in the mix, man. I really, really, really appreciate that. And again, if uh, anybody wants to jump on the line or get on the line because I got to call you, 
uh, with the Skype here. We can definitely do that, folks. So, uh, But again, after 2016, David Ortiz is bye-bye-bye. Uh, what else do we got? Oh, one more other piece of Chicago news. That's right. Chris Bryant. He is the National League Jackie Robinson Rookie of the Year. And that dude is hands down just a stud. You got to love him, man. He knocked out many home runs this year. Very exciting player. So, again, nice job there, Chicago, with Chris Bryant getting Rookie of the Year honors. All right, what else we got going on here? As we get these sports done right started. Again, I am Vince Wright, your sports governor. I am the one that leads it all here. Oh, there's our man, the Chief Rocka, Jersey Vern. Jersey, we go. We'll get you on here, man. I hope that microphone's working, by the way, sir. Because uh, we'll get you on after the next break. We'll give you a call here and get you on. Or actually, Jersey, if you can hold on one second, I want to get you in our next segment because I do want to talk to you a little more uh, college football stuff. And that's going to be, um, so not this next break, but the break after that, sir, if that is okay. I hope that works out for you. All right. Uh Uh-oh, looks like Shay's having some issues hearing. Um, Maybe restart, Shay. As we type messages here to our House of uh, Representatives out there. Anyway, uh, what else do we got here? Oh, yeah, let's get on to it before we hit our break. Round of Rousey, wow, man, it was incredible. Nobody was expecting her to be. You got knocked the fuck out, man. Man, man, man. Yes, she did, boy. And that's the thing. These MMA fights don't last long. I woke up the next morning. Saw the Facebook feed, actually some, I think it was some from Asia or someplace, but they had the the whole fight, which, you know, totaled about seven minutes because the first round's five minutes and she duly gets knocked out right after that. But it all, this is what I think about MMA and and, and if Andrew Andrew is out there, the Gov would definitely like to hear his point of view because he is a huge MMA fan as a lot of the young guys are nowadays out there. But I, this is what I think about MMA. I always thought that a skilled boxer, and Layla Ali talked about this when that rumor was out there that she was going to fight her. A skilled boxer, 99% of the time, is going to take out the grappler. Because Holly Holm just showed you. She showed you. She kept her off, picked her off with cold-blooded shots, a nice little jab. She kept the distance. She stepped out, stepped aside from her when uh, Rhonda did try and come at her the one time, and bam, she got knocked out. So Andrew is back in here, and Andrew says, true champs come back stronger. I think she will prove a lot of folks wrong. And, you know, Andrew, he, you know, Andrew's, he's probably right. But after seeing that TMZ film of Rhonda getting back home today and just burying her head, I mean, I know her face is probably, you know, looking like chopped liver right now, but boy, she she uh, is definitely depressed, it seems. And that was what some of these stories were talking about about her. But I think this is what, um, as Andrew's talking about, we're going to see if the championship medal is there in her. We are going to see, you know, if she can uh, bounce back. 
because that's the thing, you know, it's kind of like Tyson, Buster Douglas, Tyson Holyfield, you know, when the intimidator gets not only beat folks, but knocked out. That's, that's the mental issue there. That's the thing. When you get knocked out, that's when you got to figure it out. So, all right. Well, 25 after the hour, we are going to, oh, before we take a break, got to say what up to the main man, all the way from Huntsville, Alabama, that ninja, T from Huntsville, the main man, besides Jersey Vern, Ohio State's biggest fan. What up, son? That's right. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Ninja is in the house, man. The ninja had a good show with Jungle Brother earlier today. Uh, the Black Quarterback Show, some real good points on that show, so make sure you keep listening for that. Jersey Vern's doing his thing now, him and John Fisher. John Fisher on his own after my show tonight, Cooking with the Microwave. Real Cast, Family of Podcast, and uh, Jungle Brother with his Real Cast channel. Because don't forget, he's got a thorny switch. He's got dollars and cents. Uh, man, uh, you know, like I said, Ninja's got his own show on there as well. So things are definitely rocking and rolling for the Ted Turner of the Spreaker Nation, Jungle Brother. All right, so let's do this. Let's get into our second break, people. Um, again, refill them drinks, get them stogies ready. We're going to kick a little Prince, my absolute Prince, uh, my favorite song by him. Uh, it's called She's Always in My Hair. First lady, if you're listening, this may or may not be for you. But anyway, folks, we'll be right back after this, and we are going to get into some college football and go for nation talk. Let me tell you, baby, if I was a gigolo, if I was a gigolo, woman, 
a job done right, you do it yourself. When you want your sports done right, you download the Spreaker app to your mobile devices and follow the governor of Minnesota Sports Talk and beyond. This is Sports Done Right. Now, let's get back to the show. And what's going on, everybody? Vince right back in the mix. The sports governor, that is me. He is I, I is him, and I am here every Tuesday night on Sports Done Right. And I thank you for tuning in to my little show here where we talk uh, Minnesota sports, Big Ten sports, and basically a little bit of everything in between, folks. So, again, I hope you enjoyed that, that music break, a little Public Enemy. Man, it's been a long time since I heard a good Public Enemy tune, man. And obviously the hometown boy Prince as well. So, all right, we are moving on here. Let's uh, start it off, uh, finish off on kind of a couple of the local items that are going on here in the Twin Cities. And uh, coming from both of our papers, the Star Tribune and the Pioneer Press, there's all kinds of rumors still out there about Prince Jimmy Jam and Kevin Garnett, who, according to... uh, Uh, Charlie Walters column here in the St. Paul paper have an estimated net worth of about $600 million. And oh, by the way, are they going to wind up buying the Minnesota Timberwolves? Who knows? Who knows? But that's the rumor, as it says, that won't die. Uh, Prince, huge basketball fan, as we know from all the the, uh, Charlie Murphy stories for the Dave Chappelle show. But Prince was a baller back in the day. And oh, where are my manners? Ladies and gentlemen, she's lovely. She's a cool lady. She knows her sports. She is a University of Georgia alumni and a University of Georgia super fan. You know, I can't say nothing mean or anything about this lady because she was one of the nicest people that we met on the Atlanta weekend. And I know everybody can attest to that. So let's give it up for Miss Thorny Switch, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, Thorny, thank you for tuning in to Sports Done Right. I think this is Thorny's first time on the show. We are glad that you are here with us. And again, thank you for tuning in. The first lady, actually, folks, is uh, taking our daughter to basketball practice. She may be here the last couple minutes of the show before we get out the way for Cooking with the Microwave with John Fisher. So we're just going to stay tuned and see what happens there. But Thorny, thank you so much for joining us. And I see Andrew's in there giving us the lowdown on all the MMA action. That's why I'm glad he's tuned in tonight because I definitely wanted to pick his brain at work. And, of course, there's Jersey Vern with the ever-popular Cool and the Gang request. But we'll get you some Cool and the Gang jersey. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. And we'll get Jersey on in the next segment because I know he's itching to talk about his Buckeyes and uh, a couple other things. And he can tell you about his show that uh, he started off as well, folks. So, again... That is our main man, Mr. Jersey Vern. All right, man. So let's get it kicked off here. Lots of stuff going on. And I thought 
you know, I was uh, on my lunch break. I was reading this really good article today by Tom Deanhart from the Big Ten Network. He's a really great writer. If you're interested in anything Big Ten, go to btn.com, bigtennetwork.com. Man, it's got everything in there. Oh, and let's give you an update here before we start this because basketball is going hard. And by the way, we've got a top five matchup already. Number two, Kentucky. Number five, Duke. And here in this tournament, ladies and gentlemen, Kentucky is up 57 to 46. They are in the second half. And Kentucky is looking good as always. Duke looks good too, but Kentucky has got the lead early. Let's uh, round out some Big Ten scores because we do got some hoops going on tonight. Penn State beat DePaul 68 to 62 a little earlier. Ohio State all over Grambling 82 to 55. Wisconsin is up 41 to 25 on the University of North Dakota. And Nebraska and Villanova are tied with just under 10 minutes left in the first half. Uh, they are tied 16 to 16. Um, we got some later games here uh, tonight, it looks like. Uh, Georgetown and Maryland, that's right, right after this uh, Duke game here. And we also have another big clash coming up, Kansas and Michigan State. So that's the thing we like about college basketball, man. It gets going early, early. So, all right, let's jump in this chat room here before we start talking this uh, Minnesota thing. Glad, oh, Jarvis, our main man, Jarvis Jones from the Doug Stewart Show chat. Uh, he is from Minneapolis as well. And Jarvis, my main man, thank you for joining us, man. I really, really appreciate it. I sent him a little note before we got off the air earlier today. And, man, every Tuesday night, and just keep an eye on me on Spreaker.com, Jarvis. Glad you're in here chopping it up with your boys, man. Appreciate that. All right, so, folks. Let's take a look at the Big Ten season at review. Now, we'll, you know, obviously we know the scores from last week. You know, Iowa beat Minnesota. Ohio State continues. Michigan State wins. But I'm going to read, you know, pretty much not the whole article, but there's some really fun stats in here because, uh, as Tom Deanhart points out, this has really been a kind of interesting season. So let's start with the first thing here last year the big 10 saw the two hottest coordinators land hand late excuse me land head coaching jobs ohio state offensive coordinator tom herman got the houston job and he's very hot down there obviously houston having a bang up year for the nine and no cougar squad michigan state defensive coordinator pat narduzzi got the pit job and pittsburgh six and three and they're four and one in the acc this year so what big 10 assistants this year could be on the move people well, they say, and getting, I'm sure Jungle and uh, Jersey will love this, the top target is Ohio State offensive coordinator Ed Warriner, and I hope I pronounced the last name correctly. All right, Corey Clement at Wisconsin just was not meant to be for him this year. He came into 2015 uh, being hailed as one of the Big Ten top, um, you know, being hailed as one of the Big Ten's top rushers. And coming off almost a thousand yards last year, but it went went south before it really got started. He uh, suffered a sports hernia in camp before the season started. It limited him to 19 carries for 131 yards this season, and then it got really weird because uh, he also suffered a lacerated hand in an off-field incident trying to break up a fight. So, man, uh, you know Corey Clement just cannot catch a break. All right, what else do we got here? Without a doubt, Andrew, this is for you. Without a doubt, 
Iowa's Kirk Ferentz will be the runaway winner for the Big Ten Coach of the Year. But who should be the runner-up? Michigan's Jim Harbaugh? Wisconsin's Paul Christ? Ohio State Urban Meyer, maybe? Who do you guys think it should be out there? I don't know. Uh, Tom Dienert says it should be the man from Michigan, and I tend to agree with that because he came in here, he inherited kind of a mess, and he really turned that team around quickly and uh, with stellar defense as well. But, man, I don't know. And uh, Jarvis Jones, I see his uh, comment out there regarding the sports hernia, but call me stupid too, Jarvis. I'm going to have to look up exactly what a sports hernia is, my brother. Because I have no idea myself, man. Anyway, what else? Oh, why isn't Ohio State's Ezekiel Elliott getting more Heisman love? Now, most polls still have, you know, Alabama's Derrick Henry, Leonard Fournette ahead of Elliott. They even have Baylor's wideout Corey Coleman and Stanford's running back Christian McCaffrey ahead of this brother. But let me tell you, I don't think so. The junior is the hub of the Ohio State offense and top player arguably on the best team in America, and this team has won 22 games in a row. Elliott has over 1,200 yards. He's averaging 6.4 yards per carry, 14 touchdowns, and he eclipsed the 100-yard rushing mark in each of his last 14 games. So, man, yeah, I, you know, I often wonder that myself why he wasn't getting no love out there for the Heisman. He really does deserve it. So, and... From the highs of the Big Ten to the lows of the Big Ten. Purdue, they could just wind up with another one-win season. That would mean the Boilermakers would have had two Big Ten victories in the last three years, people. That's incredible. Two wins in the last three years. That is just nuts. But anyway, that's what the university, or Purdue University, as they call it, is dealing with down there. Now, here's the catcher. Um, You know... Their coach down there has a $6.7 million buyout clause in his contract at Purdue. Um, what's his name? Uh, Hazel, Coach Hazel down there. Daryl Hazel. And that is a astronomical number to buy out, folks. An astronomical number to buy out for a Big Ten contract. A lot of cash. Um, is it worth it that Hazel also has just three years left on his original six-year deal? Is it worth it to pay all that money, basically, to get rid of them? Or are you going to keep them around for the end of the contract? I don't know, but, oh, boy, it is just a mess down there in Purdue. And guess what? Drew Brees ain't coming through the door to help y'all, man. All right. And Tom Dinard also says, again, for our Ohio State fans in here, I hope fans are enjoying this historic run by Ohio State. It's really quite remarkable. The Buckeyes haven't lost a Big Ten regular season game under Urban Meyer. Under Meyer, the Buckeyes are 29-0 against Big Ten opponents in the regular season. 29-0, people. I mean, just take a quick second. You got to give props to some numbers like that, man. You really, really do. Because that is nuts. 29-0 against Big Ten opponents in the regular season. And with the win against Illinois, the Buckeyes would have their 30th consecutive regular season conference win. I mean, they are just incredible out there. 
All right. So they also speak here that um, speaking of interim head coaches, Minnesota no longer has one. As we talked about, they uh, hired, that's right, the main man, Tracy Clays. Um, Beth Getz got authorization to deal with the coach there, and that's one of the things here we were going to point out as well because um, the athletic director, Beth Getz, is also an interim person as well, and it looks like Gopher fans, she's going to probably wind up getting that job. She has a lot of fans over there, a lot of things uh, going on, and they just want stability, and I think obviously that was the reason that they hired Clays, but again, we talked about that last week. Let's, oh, we are at 46 of the hour real quick. Let's uh, do this here. Let's run through the Big Ten Power Rankings, and we will take a break, and we will come back with Jersey Vern. We'll talk Ohio State. We'll talk Golden Gopher, and uh, then we'll just move on into the pro side and get ready for Packer Viking Week. But the Big Ten Power Rankings, sports done right. Number one, Ohio State. They are still hanging on until they lose. I don't really see them being uh, dropped. But guess what, people? There's a new team. At, <clears throat> boy, excuse me. New team at number two. And, Andrew, you're going to like it. That's right. Dirty Birds, Iowa Hawkeyes. What can we say about Iowa? <laughs> Oh, God, I wish I could say they sucked, but they don't. They don't, people. And watch out for C.J. Beathard, that quarterback, because he can run. And that was the thing I noticed as well, because, uh, or excuse me, in that gopher game, he runs well. He really runs well. He's got some speed. He's got some moves. And they will be in the Big Ten championship game, more than likely, probably Ohio State. And I'll be real, real interested to see how they play this cat because I didn't, you know, I knew he ran, but I didn't think he ran that well until I watched, you know, a whole game of him playing. I've caught him in spots. I've caught the highlights. But I got to say, man, he, he really impressed me by the way he got around the field. So I was in at number two. Uh, Michigan is just slightly ahead of Michigan State at number three. Michigan State's number four on my list. I got Northwestern, who's really bounced back, you know, very well for a season that was on the brink of going the wrong way for them. And um, we got them at number five. We got Wisconsin at number six. Badgers are steady. It's never pretty, but they're winning. They're winning down there. So uh, number seven, Penn State. Again, you know, Penn State's kind of ho-hum. I'll be real glad when this quarterback out there graduates. Because he does nothing for me. Uh, number eight, Nebraska. Uh, number nine is Illinois, the team that plays Minnesota, which we'll get into here. Right ahead of them at number 10 is Minnesota on my list. Um, number 12, I actually got Rutgers. Number 13, Indiana. And um, we got Maryland. Eh, Maryland. And, of course, Purdue at the very bottom as well. You know, Again, we well, why even waste our time on Purdue? Anyway, folks, let's do this. We're going to join this chat room here very quickly because I do want to acknowledge all the people out there for taking time hanging out with me tonight. The sports governor, Vince Wright, I really appreciate it. And I know Jarvis, I think Jarvis had a question. I'm trying to scroll here, Jarvis, and see what your question was. Oh, boy, where was it? Where was it? And anyway, oh, by the way, while I'm finding this, you're listening to Sports Done Right on Spreaker.com. 
I am the sports governor, Vince Wright, every Tuesday night here on Spreaker.com is where you can find me. Oh, Vince, do you think Clays was the right hire? I don't think he is. Jarvis, we talked about this on uh, my show here last week. We And the people I've talked to in my, on my Facebook page, uh, the Sports Done Right page, definitely thought that there needed to be a more – um, you know, in-depth search for the replacement of Coach Kill. I don't, obviously, Tracy Clays is high on the list, but I just thought you owe it to yourself to see who's out there. I mean, this is a Big Ten job, by the way. There's money in play here. There's a brand-new athletic facility being built on the University of Minnesota campus. This thing is going to be state-of-the-art, people. And let me tell you, any coach would just drool over having that to deal with. So, yeah, you know, only time will tell there, Jarvis, if he's going to be the right coach. Offhand, I would have liked to seen a little bit more of a search. But, you know, I, as a graduate of the University of Minnesota at this point, man, I just want some good news and some good vibes going over there as well. So, all right, folks, I'm going to get us here to a break. Jarvis, thank you for the question. Jarvis always said, oh, Jarvis also said, Iowa doesn't have enough speed on the perimeter when on defense. Good point there. Let's see, Sluggo. Sluggo is in here talking about K3. So looks like uh, people are giving some love to Thorny Switch. Uh, Tank Murdoch still up in the mix. I appreciate that. Glad the chat is popping off here, my people. Love, love, love all the love that Sports Done Right has been given over the past few months. And, man, and again, we're just here doing it for you. So we are going to get Jersey Vern on the line here. And we're going to come back and chop it up with Jersey. I am Vince Wright, Sports Governor. I will be right back after this break. Hit it. Meet a, meet a, meet a, meet a, meet a. Meet a 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 yo quiero Cuban girls Cuban girls I like 'em Puerto Rican girls Puerto Rican girls yo quiero Mexican girls Mexican girls yo quiero Spanish girls Spanish girls I like 'em girls girls Latin girls Latin girls Latin girls Latin girls What's happening girls What's happening girls What's happening I like Latin them Latin women. And they love me cause I'm that man With coconuts and chocolate skin I'm that mocha masculine Feminines that are Latin Call your friends and call your cousins Cause I know you got dozens of them Maria's, Elizabeth, Sonia's and Blancas When I see you, you can get boned if you want to Yo quiero and I'm sincero If you never had a Nietzsche, let me be your primero We can hit the channel, we can dance the boleto Have a shopping spree and you can spend my dinero But I wish you was more like J-Lo Cause love don't cost a thing So why don't you let this king love the queen of Argentina Girl, you know I know you know what I mean Cause I like them Cuban girls, Cuban girls I like them Puerto Rican girls, Puerto Rican girls Yo quiero Mexican girls, Mexican girls Yo quiero Spanish girls, Spanish girls I like them Girls, girls, Latin girls Latin girls, Latin girls You're making me hot, girl What's happening, girls? What's happening? ¿Qué onda? ¿Qué quieres con mí? Mira muchacha, esto es para ti Latinas, chicanas por mí Más finas, me gustan así Mira, ah, mira, ah, mira a mami Espérate, espérate, espérate aquí We can connect and act humanly Indulge in animalistic So we, we can have conversation Or sexual relation Or we can explore, find out more About things that we've done before Whether it be Kiki 
your thoughts, I'ma make your chonies drop. Watch Mr. Shorty rock, I rock your sticky spot. Hombre lumbre, no to make it high. I make you trip jump, they call me come alive. I like them Cuban girls, Cuban girls. I like them Puerto Rican girls, Puerto Rican girls. Yo quiero Mexican girls, Mexican girls. Yo quiero Spanish girls, Spanish girls. I like them girls, girls, Latin girls. Latin girls, Latin girls. Latin girls, what's happening, girls? What's happening, girls? What's happening? Sana wanna take you to Havana. We can get down every day of the semana. Dance to the music and follow the guitar. Take you to Philippines and you don't have to spend a peso. We got connection like a novel to a reader. I can relate cause Latin girls look Filipina. Check your history, there's no mystery between us. Destiny made it possible to be us. I know about your culture cause it's mixed with mine. We go together well just like beats and rhymes. Tequilas and limes. So let's combine. And I'll say one more time. I like them. Yourself. When you want your sports done right, 
You download the Spreaker app to your mobile devices and follow the governor of Minnesota Sports Talk and beyond. This is Sports Done Right. Now, let's get back to the show. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back. A little bit of the Black Eyed Peas for you there. Latin Girl was the name of the jam, one of my little favorite tunes of theirs before they went to pop. But anyway, we got our main man on the line. And, of course, you know, we can't start talking to him without first playing the thong. The, the, oh, what is the theme song? The thong. What's on my mind? Yes, sir. What's up, Jersey? How you doing, man? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. And um, welcome to Minnesota. All right, sorry about that, folks. We had a little bit of a snafu. I hit the wrong button there, so that you cut out for just a second, Jersey. But, my brother... Let me ask you, why don't you uh, tell us a little bit about last week Ohio State uh, football game there. What would you think of them Buckeyes? Well, I'm going to tell you like this, man. What we doing right now is cruising, you know. We don't care about who, what position we are in the top four, you know, because they're going to see us to try to play us with whoever they feel is the next best team in football to try to beat us in the championship game. They're going to try to do it like they did Florida State, you know, last year. But you know what? Everybody is too smart for that because you get me to that big game, I'm going to win it for you. And that's one of the good reasons why I feel good about our team because we went out and got a coach that equals Woody Hayes. See, I, I was back in the Woody Hayes last year of his uh, success at Ohio State, and I was able to understand what type of man Woody Hayes was. And Urban Meyer, man, is showing me that he's just as much as a genius as Woody Hayes was, man. You know, and, and what I don't understand, Vince, you know, I'm going to get back on the subject, but what I don't understand is how do people 
Don't talk about the success that Archie Griffin had. He's the only man that won back-to-back Heisman, man. You know, but he don't get that recognition. I agree. Vern, I totally agree with you, man. And I've often wondered that myself because I don't know if he's pissed some people off along the way. But for a man, the only man, by the way, who's, um, you know, he, he's only won the Heisman Trophy twice. No other man has done that. Man, you don't hear nothing about um, Archie Griffin. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a shame, man. But um, you go to Columbus, man, that's all you see is Archie Griffin, man. You know, he got a couple of stores on High Street. That's the main street outside the campus. He got a couple of stores out there, man. Archie's still big in Columbus, man. He'll get his respect one day or other, man. They'll give him that recommendation, man, because, uh, hey, man, right now, Ohio State, man, they got to do some things, man. You know, everybody talking about Harbaugh went to Michigan. He can turn that thing around. But, you know, one thing you're forgetting is it's about recruiting. And uh, Urban Meyer, I think, is the best recruiter in, besides Nick Saban in college football. So, I mean, you're going to have to fight for him. Fight with him to get the good players, man. And um, and I'm sure Ohio State going up and getting better because you know we got a lot of red shirts, freshmen on that team right now playing, and some of them starting. So you you got to look at that, man. We, we deep, man. We definitely deep. No, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's a reason they're the you know the defending national champions, arguably still number one in a lot of people's mind. By the way. And you know, I mean, I you know, I you know, we we obviously joke it up and this and that. And we talk shit about the teams and and all we do. But I've always had respect for them Buckeyes after what they pulled off last year. Now, let me ask you this, Jersey. Uh, obviously, big game coming up, Michigan State. What do you see happening, and uh, what does Ohio State have to do to keep un- to keep the undefeated streak going? Oh man, all we got to do is keep doing what we're doing. Um, you know, even though people say that quarter, uh, 12 games should be the quarterback like I feel he should be, but you know what? Them brothers love each other, man. So if Barrett play, Cordell's out there saying, yo, man, if things don't go right for you, I got your back. You know what I'm saying? So Urban Meyer, he know what he's doing, man. They, they think he's playing a head game. No, he's playing a love game. Because he told Cordell, listen, man, Right now, there's certain teams that JT played better against and there's teams that I'm going to need you against. That Michigan State game, you're going to end up seeing both of them guys playing because there's going to be times where he's going to have to bring Cordell in to run that ball because Michigan State, they, they, throw that, they throw that lever at you. But one thing about Michigan State, they can't bust a grape on that defense, man, due to the fact that, I mean, if you look at the last couple of weeks of their games, man, They've been letting teams that is not powerful keep they kept them in the game. They were scoring on Michigan State defense. So imagine what we're going to do. I, I look at it as being uh, a close game at the beginning, but we're going to run away with it at the end. But we're going to wear them down. Hey, Jersey, um, we got some chat going out here. Uh, Jarvis, who's a brother from up here in Minnesota, part of the Doug Stewart crew, said, you and Ninja are going to be nervous as church hoes for this Michigan State game, man. Is there any way that you see Michigan State taking down your beloved Ohio State Buckeyes this weekend? Well, John Lewis, I'm going to tell you one thing. When we put, when Minnesota came up to Columbus and we let them stay in the game, I wasn't nervous then, so why should I be nervous in Michigan State? We beat them the last two years since Urban Meyer had been there. So why should we fear Michigan State, man? 
the only game I'm worried about is the championship game. Because you know they're going to rig it so they can put the most powerful team to play us in the championship game. And that's the game where we're going to break out our new offense on everybody. So y'all just wake up, eat your popcorn, sip on some 1800 like I'm doing, you know what I'm saying, and get ready for the show because Ohio State ain't nothing but a show team. Well, you know, I like that, man. I like it. I like some 1800. I love tequila, man. I'm going to have to get down there with you. Now, let me ask you this, Jersey Vern. Uh, also, this Saturday, it is senior day for the Ohio State seniors, and one senior in particular, uh, his uh, last home game here, Braxton Miller. You know, first off, folks, we got the Chief Rocker, Jersey Vern, on here with the governor, Vince Wright, Sports Done Right, every Tuesday night on Spreaker.com. So, Jersey, if you can tell the audience, man, and everybody that's going to hear your voice, you know, tell people what Braxton Miller means to this program. Hey, man, Braxton Miller is like, he's not the main heart of the team, but he's the part of the team that gets everybody going every week because he kept them two brothers together, the quarterback. He put them together and said, listen, man, I'm not going to be a threat to you this year. But I think Brass is not ready to really throw. That's why he didn't transfer out. That's why he went to wide receiver. He said, I'm going to be here to keep you focused and keep you where we need to be, and that's to win that prize. Jackson Miller is going to get the biggest ovation you ever had in Buckeye land come this um, Saturday. And by the way, Jackson Miller already graduated. He's doing grad school right now. That shows you how dedicated that brother is to that team. He had one extra year. He could have went somewhere else, man, but he said, no, nah, my heart bleeds scarlet and gray, you know. So I'm going to stay here and make sure these two young boys know how to play the game, know how to win, know how to keep this team together as one. And that's what he did, man. He, he's like a third coach out there, you know what I'm saying, behind Urban Meyer and his head assistant, Braxton Miller, is the next man there because everybody goes to him for advice. Well, let me ask you about this, Jersey, Vern. There's another player out there as well that's going to be uh, playing next year on some Sundays, and that is uh, Joey Busa. He is going to be a stud. Tell us about the Ohio State defense, because with all the offensive weapons, man, they always, you know, kind of get uh, left behind in the thought process. So tell the people about the Ohio State uh, defense. Like I was telling you um, behind the scenes, right, like you said, Jarvis mentioned one of our coaches, um, defense coordinator. So we have two defense coordinators, Jarvis. Tinko is the head defense coordinator, but he has the Got as his, uh, you know, his 1A and 1B. So he's the 1A. I don't know the other guy there, but Finkel is the one that's going to be um, leaving them. Finkel used to be the head coach after Chester got released. And um, Urban Meyer took over his job as being a head coach. Uh, what I hear about uh, Finkel's defense right now is he don't use them to the, their best ability. Josie Ball, uh, should be, Bosa should be, Moving around that line. He shouldn't just stay in one because they're going to double him there. They should be trying to find him. If you got to find him, that frees it up for anybody else to come in. He should be blitzing more because you got shut down corners. You got guys out there in the corner running 4340s. You know? So why not stunt a lot more? Why not blitz a lot more? He don't do enough of that. He has athletes. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes coaches forget about the athletic ability of some of their players. 
and start you. This is college ball. This is not the NFL. So you figure these kids are out there to win and win in an aggressive way. And you can't sit back and play that prevent not to lose. You got to play that I want to win. And that's right. what they're doing exactly. right now with their defense. You know what I'm saying? Y'all them, man. Yep, exactly. That's why I like Coach Meyer. I like that style of ball. Now, I, now I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off there, Jersey. Uh, let, me yeah, ask, man. let me ask you this here because um, – you know, we're coming up on the break, and if we could, I'd like to keep you through the break because I definitely got to get your take on your uh, New York G-men in the uh, National Football League. But uh, let's let's uh, finish up the Ohio State talk. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott, um, you know, you heard me just rattle off some stats about him uh, a little earlier. Um, again, tell the folks what you see for him uh, and what type of pro team is, is he going to have the best chance with. Man, he can play with any team that does that read option because he can catch the ball out the backfield and he's a stud. He don't just he's not really a man to go around the corner, you know. He likes to go up tackle, he go up the middle, whatever you go up and on with the linemen do their job and lean on somebody, he can squeeze through any hole on the line. You know. He's been very underrated right now by uh these people that doing all this here, selecting and voting and putting people up for the eyes and all that, because this man was a sophomore last year, and he balled out in the biggest stage of the year, and that was the Big Ten Championship, both of the playoff games, the championship, one playoff in the championship game. I mean, he just did his thing, man. And for them to not acknowledge him as being the head man in the Heisman, it's a problem with me. Because even though Ohio State offense is going through some rough times this year, and that's because of changing a quarterback, he still did what he had to do. You know, so why is this man not getting he and one thing about him, I haven't seen uh the back from Alabama, the back from L S U block like he blocked. You know what I'm saying? So until they can do what he can do, he can do it all. Until they can do what he can do, I think he's the Heisman. Okay, I got you. Well, let's do this, Jersey. Um, we got a little break coming up here, about three and a half minutes. So, Jersey, you take care of your business. Um, I'm going to jump offline. I'll hit you back here when we got about a minute left. But, folks, we're going to take a quick little break here, refill them drinks. We got the Chief Rocker himself, Jersey Vern, all the way from Georgia, y'all. And um, Boom Shakalaka. Boom Shakalaka and Jersey. The reason I want you to chill because this song is for you folks. We will be right back. Three and a half minutes. I am the sports governor, Vince Wright, on Spreaker.com, if you can believe it, man. Cool in the gang for our main man, Jersey. We'll be right back.
When you want a job done right, you do it yourself. When you want your sports done right, you download the Spreaker app to your mobile devices and follow the governor of Minnesota Sports Talk and beyond. This is Sports Done Right. Now, let's get back to the show. Yes, let's get back indeed, ladies and gentlemen. Vince Wright, the sports governor, Spreaker.com, Tuesday nights. And we are in session with Jersey Vern, Vern and Rich down in Georgia. And Vern, uh, we were talking college football here. Let's move it on up to the pro level, man. And I just got to ask you, obviously, Vern is one of the biggest Giants fans out there hanging at Bada Bings down in Atlanta. Man, what happened last week? Oh, God, you saying that, man. We outplayed them in every area last week, man. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, people always say that New England didn't get no calls. But, I mean, they get calls every week. Why do you think they want to know? You know? And I, I think that that new rule they got about coming down with the ball and having a possession is a bunch of BS. You know? Because if you look, if you look at the highlight of that, in all different angles, OD, ODB had the ball in his hands for four steps. Both of his feet hit that ground two times, and the man knocked it out. So my thing is, what is really a possession in the end zone, you know? They said if you dive and don't have the ball, that's a fumble. But i never seen if you on your two feet and the ball get knocked out your hand and, you know, you already hit the ground. That's not a touchdown? Come on, man. That's 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 ridiculous, man. But anywhere you go, man, the kids from Alabama, our safety, Landon Collins, man, 
you got to get that interception, man. This is the big leagues. This is big town ball. You know, that would have been the biggest play in giant history as of this year if he would have got the interception. Because Brady would have went down for the second time after being undefeated against the Giants, man. You know, it hurts your heart to lose a game like we did, man. But you know what? If we luck up, I'm saying luck because with these officials, you're going to need a little luck these days. We luck up and make it to the Super Bowl and they're in the Super Bowl. It's on, baby. Well, let me say this, Vern, because I'm with you on the catch a little bit. I mean, and I'll be honest with you. I thought, you know, if I had to make the ruling, I thought it it would be incomplete. But with that being said, man, I understand your point of view because the way these rules are now, you know, going back to that Calvin Johnson thing in Chicago with, you know, now the way they have to control these catches, I think the whole thing's kind of goofy. So I, I definitely feel for you there. Now, your main man there, Tom Brady, went for 334 through the air on you. And Eli Manning himself went for 361. Um what do you think about Eli yeah. Manning, man? He, you know, he's, yeah. he's taking yeah. a lot of shots. Yeah. What do you think? Governor, I, I, Governor, I hate to interrupt you, man. You said my main man. No, you better say Gregor main man. Gregor only wanted to ask is a New England Patriots fan. Brady don't mean it's to me. Gregor's Brady, main man. Day, yeah, if anything, Brady should have been down in that game because we were putting uh, the we was putting the lead on him. But um, right. you know, to answer your question. That's yes, you question. have. Hey, sir, you have uh, the floor. Uh, I think that Eli outplayed Brady. It's, if it wasn't for a couple passes here and there that you know we missed, I think Eli would have threw for hundred. I mean, four hundred yards that day because Eli was feeling it, man. You know, it's just that I think our offensive coordinator uh, he thinking too much of Green Bay instead of doing with the Giants now. You know, because he should have had Eli in a two-minute drill the whole game because Eli flourished in the two-minute drill. If Eli got getting in the huddle, it seemed like things get kabobulated, man. You know, so I think that if we play two-minute drill, man, most of the game, and then just slow down when we got the lead at the end of the game, then we'd win more. And, like, we got six games left, I predict let's go five and one. And everybody out there, I put the house on, we go five and one. Well, here's the thing now. The the running game is what's hurting you guys. Right now you're averaging only ninety five yards a game rushing, you know, twenty sixth in the league. Uh what's it gonna take to get that rushing game coming around for the men of blue? <clears throat> well we we using three different backs, Dale. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes four. See, that's what it is. You can't get in the rhythm when you use all them back. The one thing about it when the backs come in each one of them is doing something different, you know. But um, all we need, all we try to do is trying to establish yardage per series. Like, like if we get a first down, we want this back to get four to five yards, you know. If he get four to five yards, they give Eli a shorter field to work with on the first down. You know, that can keep the team that we playing against a little tight up on defense, thinking we're going to run again, you know. Uh, the running backs are just there to keep teams honest so they won't be blitzing all the time, you know. But right now we, we don't have a um, main running back. We got running back as committee. And we're going to keep doing that, man, because until we get one of those young boys out of college that is banging, you know what I'm saying, we got to do what we got to do right now, you know. And um, I hate the move they made today, right, 
as far as bringing uh, 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 my man he used to play with us. I can't think of his name right now. Quarter blank. Uh, Knicks. They should have brought him in six weeks ago when they tried him out. Why bring him in now? You know what I'm saying? You know, because it's going to take a receiver like him to get loosened up and warmed up and get adapted to our system that we have. Because he don't know the system we have. When they had brought him in six weeks ago, they should have signed him. Because they knew that Cruz wasn't really ready yet. Because every time they gave him an MRI, I said the same thing. So why do you play with that? That's one thing I hate about our front office, man. We making moves too late. You should have been made that move. Because if he would have came in earlier, we would have had a better game plan for New England. And I think we would have blew him out, to be honest. All right, all right. I got you, Vern. I got you. All right, Vern, I got you. I got you. Sorry, I had some button issues there. But, um, oh, don't worry about it. Hey, I hear you. I hear you. So, yeah, that was the thing. You know, obviously, Victor Cruz is out. Um, you got Odell trying to do his thing. Ruben Randall, you know, a solid second hand there. Uh, Shane Vereen as well. Um, what about the quarterback, man? What about Eli Manning? I mean, he always kind of takes the hits when when things ain't going well out there. Uh, what do you think about your quarterback? Well, one thing one thing I can say about Eli this year, and people is not talking about him in this aspect. Eli only got four interceptions this year, man, and he didn't throw a pick. Um, Sunday at all. So I look at it like this, man. Eli is getting rid of that ball, and he's not making the dumb mistakes, you know. So as long as he keeps doing that, man, uh, we should be able to go like I just said, girl. You know what I'm saying? And I ain't hear nobody comment on it because, you know what, people going to feel the Giants the rest of the season. We're going 5-1 the rest of the season, man. We're going to play off as a 10-16, and, and that's a guarantee from the Chief Rockets. Cool, cool, man. We're wrapping it up with the Chief Rocker here. And uh, for those Minnesota fans out there, I forgot to update us. Minnesota Timberwolves have come back on the Miami Heat, y'all. And with a minute and 25 Whoa. seconds left in the game, Whoa. Minnesota is up 95 to 87. And they are looking to put it away. And Adam Levine, or Adam Levine, listen to me, Zach Levine tried to put it away with a three, but KG got the board and they have reset the clock. So barring anything goofy, Minnesota should get this win. Now, Jersey, before we wrap it up with you, sir, uh, why don't you tell the folks about, again, what you got going on with your shows and uh, what can we expect to hear from you in the next few weeks? Okay, uh, on Mondays, I do... Uh, matter of fact, I have a, a new page on Facebook that's called the Chief Rocker Jersey Gun Recap Show. You know, that's me. Every Monday, I come on and recap what happened in college football and NFL, and I challenge people to come into the chat room to challenge me about my team, talk about how good their team is, so I can tell them about how I feel about their team, you know. Um, you know, I talk about just about anything you want to come on in and talk about, you know. It's a two-hour show on Monday, 5 to 7, uh, Eastern Standard Time, Central Time for everybody here that's listening to the Sports Done Right show. If you want to come on there, it's Real Cash Rangers Sports Talk Show with uh, the Chief Rock of Jersey Byrne. And uh, I have a great uh, producer that runs the board for me, the Zen Master Jungle Brother who runs the whole Real Cash Ranger outfit, you know. So um, that's on Mondays. And on Wednesday, 
tomorrow night from 8 to 11. It's me and the microwave, John Fisher. You know, Patty K, Patty K. We do a show tomorrow night. You know, uh, I'm going to leave you up to doing all the other ones because that's a lot to talk about that thing Devil Brother got going on. He got a real <laughs> right. good thing going on, man. Yeah, you know, I I'll let you man. do all that. But uh, I just wanted to let uh, Jungle Brother know and all the people out there that's Knicks fans, the Knicks just took down the Charlotte Hornets, you know, and um, we're getting better. Presenters with the high-scoring man tonight, you know what I'm saying? That was a guy that everybody told me that I was a Phil Jackson lover and I was a bust of us picking him. But the man got about 15, 16 rebounds. I think he got about 27 points. They didn't put the stats up. I missed it when they did. But uh, he's doing his thug fizzle, man. You know? But, um, Gav, and I appreciate you coming on your show, man. You know, you have a nice show, man. And um, I like to talk to your audience because it's the Midwest. And I went to school in the Midwest. Indeed, man. That's right. That's right. Ohio State, baby. Yeah, so um, I'd just like to tell you about the Midwest. And, man, have a great winter. You know, don't let the cool taste um, bite you on the butt this year, all right? I, I hear you, and I feel you so far. We've, we've been dodging it. It's going to get cold this weekend for uh, this Gopher, Illinois game, which I'm going to get into when we get back here. But, um, right. hey, Jersey, again, thank you for joining us, man. I really, really appreciate it. And, again, that's Jersey Vern, y'all. And, Jersey, you have a good night, brother. Oh, yes, sir. Definitely that, man. And to everybody out there, Chief Rocker said, Boom, shot the Boom. Yes, Peace. sir. There he was, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Boom Shakalaka, the Chief Rocker. He keeps a microphone inside his locker, and I don't know if he even drinks that vodka. But anyway, that is Jersey Vern, our main man. And again, we thank him for dropping in. Always appreciate getting his takes on his home state, Ohio. That's right, that's right, that's right. Yes, indeed, Jersey Vern, ladies and gentlemen. All right, folks, we're going to take um, a quick break here. We are an hour and a half in. We got just under a half hour left of Sports Done Right. So much to get to. Before we, oh, before we get out of here, let's get you updated on the NBA here as well, folks. Um, tonight we have Washington over Milwaukee, 115-86. to 86. The Brooklyn Nets, uh, they beat the Atlanta Hawks. What's going on? 90-88, to 88, Brooklyn over Atlanta. 104.99 with 10 seconds left in the game. Detroit over Cleveland. Wow. Again, Minnesota, 100. Miami, K3089. 36.1 seconds left there. Uh, good job, Wolves, and a comeback there. And again, the New York Knicks, as Jersey Vern said, uh, 102-94 over the Charlotte Hornets. And Denver, with six and a half minutes left in their game, is on top of New Orleans, 93-85. to 85. So, folks, again, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back and finish up with these Gophers, get into the Vikings-Packers, and end this show. All right? Sports Governor Vince Wright, Tuesday nights on Spreaker.com, man, and share the love. That's all I got to say. You can follow me on Twitter, at the Big Smooth one Again, you can follow us on Facebook, at Sports Done Right, W-R-I-G-H-T, on that page. And 
just keep it tuned here. Let me know if you like what you're hearing. Anyway, I will be right back. We got a little Amy Winehouse, rest her soul. And we will be right back with Sports Done Right.
When you want a job done right, you do it yourself. When you want your sports done right, you download the Spreaker app to your mobile devices and follow the governor of Minnesota Sports Talk and beyond. This is Sports Done Right. Now, let's get back to the show. Well, 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 I apologize about that. We had some, again, some issues. And I don't know what happened. We're hooked up to an Ethernet, so I don't know why that uh, song was skipping like that. It's too bad. Hey, 19 by Steely Dan. Uh, before that, we had Amy Winehouse. That seemed to work okay. So um, I did. I have noticed on the console that it is it seems to be delayed a little bit on the arrow when you move the mouse around. So unfortunately had to cut that song short we'll try one more song in our last break before we get out of here for cooking with the microwave but again let's get into the the uh the rest of the college uh talk here again gophers illinois coming up here this weekend what can we say about that must win for minnesota to keep any chances of a bowl bid alive because they're going to have to win that and they're also going to have to win their next game against the University of Wisconsin Badgers. So, again, Gophers got to win, but Illinois has an improved defense, folks. Illinois is coming to make some noise up here, and they just may do it. You never know. You never know. So, uh, we will keep an eye out. Mitch Leidner, uh, the the much maligned quarterback, by the way, is having uh, a a four-game stretch here that is really beyond words. So, He's uh, found his passing game all of a sudden, and we'll see if he has enough that can lead these golden groundhogs, as Jungle will say, to the promised land because they need to win this weekend in the worst way to have any momentum going in. Uh, Like I said, Wisconsin comes up here to end the season, and that game could be very, very interesting, especially if the Gophers win. So uh, other Minnesota news we have. Again, the Golden Gopher um, sports doing a bang-up job there. Uh, Volleyball, man, they have uh, beaten the number one-ranked Penn State and Indy Lions. Uh, So look for the University of Minnesota to become number one in all the volleyball polls. They're number one in one poll already, but uh, Penn State was actually looked at as number one as well. So volleyball should be number one in the country. Uh, men's cross country is number 16. The men's swimming and diving team is number 18. The wrestling team is number 22. So lots of good things going on for the rest of the sports. Uh, women's swimming and diving is number 22. And the women's cross country team is number 23 in the land. So good for them. Good job for the rest of the Minnesota sports scene. Yes, indeed. So what else do we got going on here in Gopher Land? That's right. Big football game going on. All kinds of fun stuff coming up here. I can't wait to hit the game with my brother-in-law and our friend. We're going to have a great time this weekend. But, folks, uh, Minnesota, by the way, gets the win. Andrew Wiggins with 24 points, three rebounds and three steals. He was 8 from 21 from the field. And again, 24 points for Wiggy. And Minnesota brings it home over the Miami Heat. So we got to like that. But, um, folks, what else is going on here? Let me tell you what else is going on here. All kinds of fun stuff. 
Um, again, we talked about the Gophers. Uh, Beth Getz looks like she's going to be getting that job for the athletic director. Uh, Coach Kill actually has been on vacation in Florida, and he'll be coming back home. Looks like he's going to spend some time up at the, his lake house. And, oh, I um, wanted to share this news with the Minnesota fans as well. Eric Musselman, who is son of the former Gopher coach and Timberwolves coach Bill Musselman, uh, will be using the same Harlem Globetrotters type of pregame warm-up that his dad used at the University of Minnesota. And uh, Eric Musselman is the coach now out at the University of Nevada, Reno. So good for him. Musselman is uh, 50 years old. He's a two-time NBA head coach. And in his first season with Nevada, Reno, um, his father, a, go, a Minnesota coaching legend, died at age 59 in 2000 from uh, kidney failure and heart failure. And Eric uh, was going to do this as kind of a tribute to his dad as well. So good job for him. We'll keep an eye on the University of Nevada, Reno. And by the way, it says here that um, in Charlie Waters' column that um, the University of Nevada, Reno, has already got the 35th best recruiting class for uh, basketball in the country. So good for them. Good for them. Uh, Viking safety Harrison Smith, uh, his $1.8 million salary this season could almost quadruple with his next contract. So um, after this season is over, that's the fun part, contract time, people. So we're getting ready for Vikings Packers. That's coming up here in the next segment. Uh, Ex-Gopher golfer Tom Lehman, 56. He needs to win about $13,000 to reach $9 million for his career in the Champions Tour. That's the senior tour. He earned almost $13 million on the PGA Tour. And rumors are always out there. And now that we lost Flip up here, folks are wondering if Kevin McHale would come back up here to coach the Timberwolves. And, folks, I don't think that's going to be happening. Uh, that's what Minnesotans like to do. We like to kind of take our, our, you know, our local boys and see if they'll come back. You know, Kevin McHale's reign up here was not a popular one by the time it ended. And, you know, while he's done a hell of a job down in Houston and, and major props, by the way, I don't see that happening. I know uh, people are getting a little antsy with him down in Houston, but I do not see that coming back. So. Hey, Shay has made it back. Let's jump in this chat room. We've had a lot going on with Jersey Vern's interview. Uh, a couple little technical issues. Um, again, apologize for that. And everybody seems to be back in here. My mom's back. Reese Bell, Shay, uh, Sinecal is her little code name. She seems to be back. Grego is back. And he says they won't bench Aaron Rodgers. Uh, Packers are playing horrible. You're absolutely right, and we're going to touch on that here in just a couple minutes. And we got about 18 minutes left of Sports Done Right. Um, we're going to finish out here, take one last quick break, and we're going to finish it up with pa Packers Vikings Week and what those Vikings have to do to keep their first-place status in the NFC North Division. So, all right, glad everybody's back on. And, again, sorry for those snafus. Everything seems to be running good now. And we got K3000. We got Shea. Jersey Vern's back in the mix. Grego is back in here as well. Grego is the big Patriots fan and Homer. And his team does cheat, by the way. Anyway, folks, my mom says get my act together. Back when we, yeah, we were having those issues, um, everybody's talking about not getting sound. Jersey Vern says great show, Gov. I appreciate that, Jersey. 
and appreciate you being a big, big part of it, my friends. So, all right, folks. Like I said, we have got Minnesota and Green Bay coming up this week. Gophers, they play Saturday. All kinds of stuff going on. The Minnesota Wild are playing tonight, and we'll we'll get a quick update on that as well. Um, everything is in full tilt here around the country. Whatever your sport is, if it outside of baseball, it is cracking. So, all right, four minutes left in the third period, and Minnesota was down to the Pittsburgh Penguins, four to three. So we'll see what happens there. See if those wild, because uh, they're pesky, and no lead is safe with this team. They they can score goals in bunches. So we'll see if the wild can come back. Um, what else we got here? Nashville beat Anaheim, or is beating Anaheim in the third, three to two, and Calgary is all over New Jersey, two to one, and Vern is not a New Jersey hockey fan because he is down with his Rangers. So, all right, folks. Um, besides, you know. <laughs> NFLs, we are kind of transitioning into that. Uh, lots of things going on, obviously. You know, the Greg Hardy talk never stops. Um, uh, who is it? Alden Smith that got suspended today for, for another year. And on and on and on it goes. But all we care about is the Packers and Vikings. And our Vikings are in first place, baby. Oh, they're in first place. You got to love it, man. You got to love it because we do. And the Packers just keep losing to Detroit. To Detroit, really. Wow. Oh, but it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing, folks. So I cannot wait for this weekend. I think the Gophers hopefully squeak out that win against Illinois. But, folks, Packers, Vikings, it is on, and I cannot wait. Teddy Bridgewater, Adrian Peterson. The Vikings D is looking good. Linvel Joseph playing out of his mind. And if that young gentleman does not get into the Pro Bowl, something is up. But, man, let me tell you here. So let's do this. One of transitions. I got to get my notes ready. And I see Miss Thorny Switch is back with us. Hello, Thorny. Glad you are back. John Fisher is about to get his show popping. I am going to take one very quick last break here. And then we're going to wrap up. We're going to just finish up here with the Vikings and the Packers. And guess what, folks? We are transitioning over to cooking with the microwave in about 15 minutes. He may get going a little earlier, and you're, you're more than free to jump over and check his show out. But anyway, folks, let's do this. We are going to try one last break here so I can get my notes in order, and hopefully this works this time. So with that being said... Let's do this. We're getting the music set up. I will be right back in three and a half minutes, folks. This is Sports Done Right. And you know what? I'm glad you guys are listening, man. It's a cold, wet night up here in the executive mansion up here in Minnesota. And I'm glad everybody's here, and especially you, Thorny, because we love you. First Lady's not around, but I'm sure she's going to love to see that you were listening tonight. So... Pitbull, Chris Brown, we will be right back. Sports done right. Chris Brown, set it up.
your sports done right you download the Spreaker app to your mobile devices and follow the governor of Minnesota Sports Talk and beyond this is sports done right now let's get back to the show all right no technical issues I'm digging it I'm digging it all right all right all right we are in the last segment Let's finish it off. This is the only thing that really matters in this part of the country. Vikings, Packers, it is on. Game time is the here in Minneapolis. Can't wait. TCF Bank Stadium. And by the way, this is the last time um, we're getting down towards the end of the season. And the Gopher Stadium, or excuse me, the Vikings Stadium will be ready next year. So, the Vikings are ending their run of playing back outside, which was huge here when I was a kid before they moved into the putrid Metrodome. But, man, U.S. Bank Stadium is off the hook. And, by the way, just one more time for UK 3000, let me say this. The Minnesota Timberwolves have defeated the Miami Heat 
103 to 91. So, all right, folks. So what do we got to keep an eye on here? Um, the game is at 3.30 on Sunday. Uh, all kinds of issues going on. Green Bay's really been suffering here these past few games. They've had some play calling problems. Um, all kinds of stuff. I mean, you know, Aaron Rodgers, you know, he takes a lot of heat from Packer fans. But, man, it's only because they love him. But, hey. I'm glad he's been screwing up lately. So uh, Mike McCarthy, it looks like, has handed his play-calling duties to Tom Clements this season so he could focus more on managing the entire team and uh, game situations, my notes say here from uh, the Vikings blog. Things looked okay for six games and six wins, but now after, after 16 points against the league's worst defense, McCarthy might want to consider grabbing the offensive reins back and uh, he has an example why here. The Packers led 3-0 late in the first half. There were 52 seconds left, and Rodgers is the quarterback. Even on an off day, the guy is the anti-Farve when it comes to a refusal to throw anything that might have a chance of being intercepted. And what does Clements call? An inside run out of the shotgun against the Lions team that was playing well against the run. So... We will keep an eye on that. See if maybe the head coach for the Packers takes back those play calling duties. Now, key injury for the Packers is their left tackle, David Bakhtari. I hope I did his last name right. Uh, he's a very good player. And, um, you know, if he's not able to go, you're going to give the edge to the Minnesota Vikings on the defensive line. Yeah, he's that important. Uh, Vikings are 4-11 versus Aaron Rodgers. Half of those wins came in 2009 with Brett Favre. Um, when he was motivated to get back at his former team there. So Rodgers, 10-4 against the Vikings in the regular season, 1-0 against the, in the uh, postseason against us. In the regular season, he's completed 71% of his passes for 3,400 yards against us, 31 touchdowns, 4 interceptions. In his uh, 15 games against Minnesota, he has posted a passer rating of 102.7 or better 11 times. So... Man, what can you say about that? Green Bay, I tell you. But the Vikings come to play. Aaron, or excuse me, Adrian Peterson has 961 rushing yards this year on 195 carries. He's averaging 4.9 yards a giddy up. Teddy Bridgewater is thrown for over 1,800 yards, and he is uh, improving. He, you know, it, it's still, it's not flashy. But Teddy Bridgewater manages the game. The Vikings are 22nd in the league in points. They're averaging 22. They're 29th in the league for yards, 328. Uh, passing yards, they're 31st. But uh, rushing yards against the run, they are number one, um, 147.2 yards there. Um, or, excuse me, that's the offense. Their defense gives up 17 points a game for the Vikings. That's second best in the NFL, folks. So good job there, Minnesota. They uh, give up 228 yards passing. That is ninth in the league, so not too bad there. And uh, they give up about 108 yards rushing, which is good for 16th. So they're kind of middle of the road. And, again, the Vikings, who are 7-2, and two, Packers are 6-3. and three. Bears kind of hanging around at 4-5, and five, and obviously Detroit is 2-7. and seven. So again, this is this is uh, this is it, man, for the marbles here early on. Uh, they do have one more meeting. 
But um, again, here's what I see. I see Adrian having a really good game. Not, not Maybe not necessarily running all over the place, but I do see him having a, a decent game, maybe in the buck 30 range, 130-yard range. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater is going to have to beware of that uh, Green Bay defense. They're going to be um, sending extra players, a lot of uh, blitzes at him, and he's going to have to be ready because he, he's looked good, but he's also looked shaky at times as well. And again, but he's steady Teddy, as we'll call him. And again, you know, there's ups, there's downs, but steady Teddy just seems to be getting the job done. And I mean, honestly, you know, with that San Francisco loss and then the other loss, the Vikings are only a few plays away from being undefeated themselves. So this is going to be a great game. Aaron Rodgers is going to be motivated, obviously, to get his team going. There's going to be lots of Packers fans in the house, people, as we know. So, again, Minnesota, Green Bay, for all of us fans up here, it is a continuation of a rivalry that runs so far, runs so deep and so long for all of us. And, again, I cannot wait. Um, Stephon Diggs, I'm looking forward to see if he can maybe jump back and, and play for us. He has 507 yards off of 30 receptions this year. So it'd be nice if maybe we can get him back. Cordero Patterson, wow, what a run for him last week. He said, hey, you know, like the old song says, don't you forget about me. And um, it's kind of funny. He he muffed the kickoff, but, hey, a touchdown's a touchdown. And what he did show you people was the breakaway speed that he possesses. So hopefully they can find a way to get Cordero back in the mix here. And Cordero, keep your head up, man. Uh, for some reason, all the folks out at Winter Park and the people I had and the trolls and everything said he just wasn't practicing well. Um, he has all the talent in the world. Maybe it's just in his head. But, man, we are glad that he is back. And uh, he needed that touchdown. And you saw the reaction, too, from the teammates. Very, very uh, happy for him. So uh, Minnesota will win this game by a touchdown over Green Bay, I'm expecting somewhere 23-17, 27-20, somewhere in there. But Minnesota, look for them to continue their streak and go 8-2 and two and put some breathing room between themselves and them fools from Green Bay. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are wrapping it up here. We are in the last minute of the show. I want to thank everybody for listening and uh, hanging out through the little technical snafu. I don't know what happened again, a little glitch in the internet, but John Fisher is uh, already up and running. So I'm sure he's got his opening music going for his show, cooking with the microwave. Please don't forget to check out jungle brothers, real cast channel on Spreaker.com. You'll find all the shows there. Cause uh, thorny switch has got a show dollars and cents that ninja everybody's got a show everybody's doing podcasts and everybody's you know doing doing good man and offering their opinions and it's it's a beautiful thing i love it i love it um in case you didn't listen last saturday night i did an interview with my friend big game james from phoenix arizona make sure you check that out on demand spreaker.com it was real cool to talk to james about the Valley of the Sun, the city of Phoenix, and the teams out there. And uh, he is from Minneapolis. He's an Osseo boy and was very happy that his team won the state football championship here. So, all right, folks, I am wrapping it up. This has been Sports Done Right. Another Tuesday is gone. Keep an eye on my page on Spreaker.com. I'll have a couple other little 
quick thought shows that I will upload during the week here as well. And again, we may have some uh, audio from TCF Bank Stadium as I will be there 11 a.m. for the Gophers in Minnesota. Everybody, thank you so much for listening. This has been Sports Done Right, and I am your governor. You can catch me here Tuesday nights, the Sports Governor Vince Wright on Spreaker.com. Please follow me on Twitter at the Big Smooth One. That's the number one, of course. And also, folks, please join us on the Facebook page at Sports Done Right. And again, everybody, thank you in the chat room. I really appreciate it. Thorny Switch, thank you so much for listening, and I appreciate all your nice words. Thank you so much, Jarvis. Thank you for joining us for the first time as well, man. And uh, join us again and keep an eye on my page. Otherwise, folks, we will see you Tuesday night. Thank you, and keep God first. God bless you all. I'm the sports governor, Vince Wright. Thanks for listening to Sports Done Right. Tune in and turn up every Tuesday night, 7.30 Central on Spreaker.com. Search Sports Done Right. That's W-R-I-G-H-T Right. Hosted by Vince Wright, the governor of Minnesota Sports Talk. It's about time you got your sports done right.